and those of us who identify as prison abolitionists as opposed to prison reformers uh, make the point uh, that oftentimes reforms uh, uh, create situations where um, mass incarceration becomes even more entrenched. More entrenched. Uh, You're listening to Prison Focus Mailbox. Hear the unvarnished truth from the ostracized, politically despised, and those tortured and left for dead. July 19th, 2020. Dear Prison Focus, hello. I hope you are safe and healthy along with the rest of your colleagues at California Prison Focus. Life for me and the rest of our population has taken us all by surprise with this explosive outbreak of COVID-19. In total, 12 inmates have died. We have over 2,032 cases of active COVID. Unfortunately, I too have been infected. Man, it almost killed me. On 625, I tested positive and they quarantined me and my 75-year-old asthmatic cellmate, Steve. He also tested positive. My symptoms consisted of fever, chills, fatigue, loss of smell or taste, nausea, body aches, and headaches. I felt like a zombie. My train of thought was derailed. This thing is one of the weirdest sicknesses I've ever had. I didn't develop a long-lasting fever because I drink about two and a half to three gallons of water every day. Being inside the cell makes it easy for me to use the toilet as I have a lot of fluids in me. I'm sorry I am typing while I tested positive for the virus. I am not a doctor, but I waited until the 14 days was up before I wrote to you for my own sanity and your safety as well. San Quentin State Prison is no longer a prison. It has been labeled a hospital. It is a very ugly and dark place right now. I have witnessed strong men cry and struggle to breathe as they got this crazy cough. I can hear their lungs crashing within their dying bodies. Unfortunately, the weak ones have died and no one on the outside really knows the real deal behind these walls. If I had been let out of prison back in January 2nd, 2020, I wouldn't be infected with COVID-19 today. They messed up when they brought over 120 infected inmates from Southern California, from Chino. Even Governor Newsom acknowledged that all of this is their own fault due to, to poor planning and management. I am enclosing with this letter an additional two sheets of paper titled The Facts of COVID-19 at San Quentin State Prison. Hopefully this letter and document will make it to you. I felt the need to let you guys know how this pandemic is being mishandled and how our conditions are increasingly worse. This is a cry for help. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be heard through this letter. Sincerely, Edwin. The Facts of COVID-19 at San Quentin State Prison. 2,032 infected inmates, 60% of the population. 
As of 7-14-2020, we have a total of 12 deaths. No health care treatment for COVID-19 inmates. We don't get anything for the virus. We only get our vitals checked even when we are coughing or with headaches or having the runs. My liver and lungs hurt and they tell me there is nothing they can do for me. When I inform the medical staff of my new symptoms, they said there is nothing that they can do for me unless I have a fever and my temperature is over 100. There is no social distancing. Inmates without COVID are forced to stay in the cells with the inmates who are infected. Currently, San Quentin is relocating, removing inmates from West Block Building into a warehouse building in PIA, Prison Industries Authority. This is an open area in which they put us in a cot to sleep in, again, by mingling the non-COVID inmates with the COVID ones. It's like they, CDC, are in San Quentin, want all of us to get the virus. It does not make any sense. We're stripped from our personal property and not allowed to use the phones, so we won't call our loved ones and let them know what really is going on in here. Our conditions are inhumane and unsanitary. Since the beginning, they only gave us a bottle of hand sanitizer that was donated to the prison from one of the universities in San Francisco. We haven't gotten any clean clothes or clothing exchange for a month and a half. The minority, especially immigrants, Hispanics, and Asians, are being underrepresented as they don't have a voice. We have a great deal of immigrants and senior citizen Mexicans or Latinos who don't speak English, and they don't have any way to communicate or to receive the appropriate treatment or education as to how to care for themselves. We are really sick over here. There is trash all over the place on the floor or tiers, and we get fed under these conditions. Showers are hit and miss, meaning we get it whenever they want to run it. The mental anguish and the uncertainties of this virus are affecting me more than ever. I'm stressed out for my health and safety and even my life itself, should this disease in me suddenly turn for the worse. I have underlying conditions. My liver is damaged, my right lung has a black dot, my chest hurts, and I'm always exhausted with headaches. I am stressed out as to what is going to happen with the health and safety of my grandmother and mother who are both senior citizens. I can't even say, I love you, Mom, I love you, Grandma, since I am communicatively cut off from them. Plus, I fear using the mail as it means to communicate with them since this could possibly transfer my sickness to them. I wouldn't be surprised if this document does not make it out because they will tamper with the mail. They, the administration here at San Quentin, are trying to silence our voices by cutting off all communications with the outside world. We are not even being given our simple necessities like razors to shave, cell block to disinfect our areas like our toilets. I tested positive on 625-20, and I have been going through it. My cellmate, who's 75 years old with asthma and is considered a high-risk medical inmate, also, also tested positive. I have been placed in quarantine and my cellmate in isolation, and yet we are both in the very same small, small cell. I feel like we are lab rats as they are experimenting with our lives, trying to figure out if we are sick enough for them to remove us to administrative segregation once our temperatures reach over 100, and then if we get worse, they can send us to see a doctor or go to the outside hospitals. This kind of practice can be fatal to those that don't know how ill they are going 
how ill they are or how long they have been sick as the virus is eating us up inside. We need for Governor Newsom to take all these conditions seriously and to take action. Out of the inmates being released from San Quentin, the minority, immigrants, Hispanics, or Asians, are still not being released compared to the other races. I have witnessed more blacks being released, maybe because of the Black Lives Matter movement. I am not mad. I am glad and happy to see these inmates go home to their loved ones. But our lives should also matter to the real world, including politicians. We are not animals. We also deserve better. This place is overcrowded. The conditions at San Quentin make it impossible to protect ourselves from COVID. There are two men to each approximately 5 by 11 foot cell. Physically, my body aches with constant daily head, chest, back, stomach, leg, and other pains. This virus is sucking the life out of me. I am too young to die from this virus, or any virus. CDCR San Quentin is failing to protect me or the rest of the prisoners who are also infected and those who will soon be infected with COVID due to the lack of proper care. More lives will be lost. There are inmates who refuse to be tested for COVID. They should have been isolated or quarantined. San Quentin medical staff failed to enforce this known practice. Meanwhile, some of these inmates who refused to be tested were allowed to work in the prison main kitchen, handling the food that was served to the rest of the population. They interacted and still, some still do to this date. In other CDC institutions, if an inmate refused to be tested for any contagious disease, they would immediately be removed from the general population until they complied with the medical requirements. Sincerely, Edwin Chavez. We are kings, queens against genocidal environments. Cage away from our entitlement, sovereign through birth certification, no re edification, no. California Prison Focus is a small community based organization that works with and on behalf of California prisoners before, during, and after COVID 19. We have vowed to investigate and expose human rights abuses within California prisons through prison visits and correspondence and widespread dissemination of our quarterly prison reports. Under the guise of the Prison Human Rights Movement Blueprint, we are asking both the inside and outside artivists to get involved with the agreement to come home, which you can learn more about on our website, prisons.org. Our primary resources are relied entirely upon donations and subscriptions of our prison-focused newspaper which is published every three to four months. This include our new zine, Uncaged Slave, 24 hours ago. And we welcome you to get involved with our various platforms. Why? Because together, as one voice, we say liberate our caged brothers and sisters. Freeing one is freeing community to end all hostilities. Prison Focus, a training school enriched by a collective curriculum.